Good morning. Well, this week we've got some very contradicting jobs numbers. We had the jolts come out on Tuesday. On Tuesday, we had ADP National Employment come out on Wednesday, and they really completely contradicted themselves. So, how is that going to affect the market? Good morning, Brendan Rendo with the Homes in Orlando team. And this is our weekly Orlando Real Estate Buzz. So ADP came out and they really missed expectations. They came in at just around 89,000 new jobs uh, for this report so far for September. And the expectation was 150,000. So that's a pretty big miss. We're talking what, right around 35, 40% uh, miss off the numbers. But the day before in the JOLTS report, everything looked exciting because they came in, sorry. <laughs> well, the JOLTS report had said, said that there were 600,000 um, new job openings. So you went with 600,000 new job openings, and then you had ADP missing new employment numbers by nearly 35, 40%. So a little bit of a contradiction in the numbers right there. And it really kind of threw the market, treasury market, all over the place. And as you can see, when the jobs, when the JOLT report came out, we shot up in the 10-year treasury. We actually got up to just around 4.8%. And then once the ADP numbers came out, we pushed back down to where today we're sitting about 4.71. Still, you look <clears throat> at everything over the past week where we had set, up, set down at 4.56, um, beginning of the week, our trend is keeps moving up. But I think it you don't want to wish for bad news, but the ADP number actually helped us out in the real estate um, industry by helping to pull back interest rates a little bit, not a whole lot, but a little bit. And it also, I think, gave more credence to a lot of people who said that the Fed are not going to increase rates again in November. Remember, Jerome Powell said that he expects at least one more quarter point increase between now and in the year. They only need some two two um, meetings to do that in, either November or December. And when we look right now, the odds are that 76% of the people say that they are not going to do the increase in November. And I think a lot will depend on our jobs number that comes out tomorrow, because that's actually the government jobs number. But that tends to not match but fall in line with ADP numbers. 
So if we see them miss expectations, come in lower than than um, they have set, then I think we'll see maybe some relief again in the treasury market because right now we're just we're just not getting any relief there. And if we can do that, and then we look at December. In December, we're starting to see same thing. People saying that we don't think the Fed is going to increase rates. So most people are feeling we've hit our pause. And if you look historically, the Fed does take a period of pause. It can be, you know, three months, four months. Generally, on average, it looks around six months um, that they may hold and let everything kind of work itself through the system. And we're going to have to continue to look at inflation numbers overall. And I think that's going to be a big thing as well that determines whether the Fed's going to move or not. Right now, my gut feeling is they're not going to. I think we've seen a big enough slowdown in a number of major industries, especially real estate right now, where We've seen prices flatten out. You know, you are seeing reports that, you know, prices increased 0.3%, which that's nothing extraordinary. It's kind of more, that's actually kind of more of a normal market overall. So if we continue to pull that back and you're seeing mortgage loan applications are actually at the lowest level they've been since 1996. So there's very few buyers out there right now. And I think, and we're gonna see it in the numbers that we show this week for Orlando, that the original list price to final sales price, that percentage is really starting to increase overall. So we have this going on, but the other big news that we've got to continue to watch out for and we've mentioned this several times over the past year, is the commercial mortgage-backed security industry. The commercial mortgage-backed security industry default rate has actually jumped and spiked to 5.6%. There are a number of commercial property owners who are literally walking away from properties. And historically, when we get this rate, it's generally during a recession. And why are they walking away? Really, two main reasons. One is the huge vacancy rate. Is with the vacancy rate, where having increased so much, when you're doing the numbers to do a refinance, you can't support the the debt that you're going to incur. And you're looking on average that a lot of these started out at a 3.5% interest rate and are now having to refinance at close to 8%. That for a commercial piece of property, that is, you know, three times, maybe four times the payment that they previously had. And with the vacancies going up so high, the, the ability to cover that debt payment, that debt service, isn't there. And with nearly $2 trillion worth of commercial mortgage paper over the next 18 to 24 months, 
need to be needing to be refinanced at these current rates, I think we're going to see this number even actually skyrocket a little bit more. I think we can get up into the 10, 12% default rate on commercial property. Right now, one of the biggest holders of leases in the commercial commercial property, uh, WeWorks, missed a $205,000 or $205 million uh, bond payment this past week and said they had the money to cover it, but they were negotiating. Don't think that's a way to negotiate from strength. Um, usually keep your mouth shut whether or not you can make the payment um, when you start to negotiate. But they're also going back to all of their leases, all of their leases, and trying to renegotiate all of their leases. They have leases or control roughly 16 million square feet of commercial of space in the United States. I believe it works out to about 7.5% of all the commercial space in the United States is somehow tied to WeWorks. So if WeWorks, and this could happen with their current situation, if they go bankrupt, all of a sudden there's going to be a huge flood of commercial property for sale, which just like in, in uh, residential real estate, when the inventory goes up, prices go down. So this could cause a major situation um, in liquidity as well. If if WeWorks walks away and all the breaks all these leases and goes and files for bankruptcy protection, which some people are projecting that could happen as early as the end of the year. So there's a lot going out there in in the real estate industry. And a lot of it has to do because of the push up in interest rates through the Fed transferring into the bond yields. And the only time you really kind of see the Fed pull back is when something breaks. They're always very reactive, not proactive in the way they, in the way they react to things. Uh, this time around, I'm kind of hoping um, they'll be more proactive. I feel a proactive stance would actually be cutting in December, maybe cutting rates a quarter of a point, loosening things up a little bit. Because remember, it always takes 12 to 18 months for their rate increases to work through the system. So we're just over a year um, since their first, first rate hikes, about 15 months. So it's really all starting to hit. And you can see it in, in several, several different industries that are out there. So let's hop into our Orlando numbers. And we've really kind of just settled in um, to, I would call a very moderate, very slow market for Orlando. Um, we did increase our sales to 442 this week um, from 359. So we did have a little bit of a jump. Inventory continues to increase. So what you're seeing is, you know, people who have waited to sell have gotten to that point where they're having to sell now. Uh, haven't seen as many as some other areas where people are being forced back into the office and having to sell the properties. This is more of a situation. These ones I'm seeing are more 
Um, they may have a transfer. I'm actually dealing with a transfer right now. Um, a young couple who works for Pepsi being transferred to Arkansas. And th that's the reason why they're, why they're, um, they're selling. Um, condos, uh, we saw a slight increase as well, up to 138 from 129. Uh, inventory, again, slight increase. But this is where we saw last week in the, the over a million dollars where someone had just kind of dropped their pants, <laughs> um, literally. And, uh, you know, we had an 86% uh, original list to, to final sales price. Well, coming in this week, you see that our average across all all variation, all uh, price ranges um, is at 94.63. So we're seeing that continually pull back. We had been during July and August, we'd been back up to around that 97%. So you're seeing an additional 3% price decrease. So on a $400,000 uh, home, you know, you're looking at roughly a, an additional $12,000 decrease from the original list price. That's quite a bit. So, because I mean, you're looking just over 5%. So, on a $400,000 house, that's $20,000 off the original list price. So, there's there's negotiations that can be had out there right now. Average days on market, we're kind of sitting pretty consistent at 42 you know, well over that 30-day mark. And you see here our weekly sales. And really since July, we've kind of hovered around that 450 mark. A little above, a little below, a little peak high, a little peak low. But we're sitting pretty consistent right around that 450 mark for the single-family homes. And then our average days on market, you know, we popped up to 46, dropped down to 42, but we're sitting very consistent days on market for home sales. And our inventory, again, slowly but surely continues to push back up. And that, that increase in inventory is one of the reasons why you're seeing more price decreases than, than before that and the interest rates. So the, you know, everyone's saying, well, you know, there's no inventory, there's no inventory. Well, there's not a lot of buyers. There's, really not a lot of buyers. Um, I work uh, my own website. Uh, we do Google pay-per-click and we've seen the volume on our website uh, probably drop about 40%, 40 to 50%. And a lot of a lot of people are, I'm just looking right now. I don't want to do anything because of the interest rates. I'm just not comfortable. Then we see the condo market. They're, they're actually original list to sales has dropped in just over 95%. <clears throat> and their days on market has increased to 46. So the condo market is actually getting hit a little bit worse. And a lot of that also has to do with the increases in their, in their association dues because of insurance costs. And you see here our weekly sales number in graph format where really since beginning of August, we've really sat more down at that 130 range, 125, 130 range. And you're going to continue to see this period average 
number continue to drop for for condos. And there's our inventory, which is just continually shooting up. So condos, there's a there's a lot of opportunities to negotiate better deals if you're looking at a condo right now than there has been in a long time. So those are our numbers for the week. Thank you for joining us. Please like and subscribe. Join us every week here at the Orlando Real Estate Buzz. And we'll keep you up to date on everything in the market that will affect us both here and nationally. Take care. Have a great day. Bye-bye.